So here's a little story I'd like to share with our listeners about bathrooms and mindfulness meditation. I'd like to share a story about how our minds get caught in what I call future tripping or future stories, past guilt, desire, and aversion. On a recent lengthy road trip to Virginia for my aunt's funeral, my mom needed to use the restroom but refused to use one at the gas station. I can perfectly picture my parents in the car, my dad, a controller, and my mom, envisioning the worst, arguing for 10 miles about how this bathroom stop was going to go down. My mom flatly refused to use a gas station restroom. She was likely picturing a side door covered in graffiti, a sticky key handed to her by a gruff station attendant, an empty roll of toilet paper, a wet floor saturated with an unknown liquid, obscene writing on the walls, and likely a malfunctioning sink lacking soap and paper towels. We've all been there, right? Our minds creating our worst case scenario about what might happen, even though we're not there yet. Perhaps it's a story we've created about a client or a patient we're about to see. How horrible and lengthy the appointment is going to be based on something typed into the computer schedule. Or an upcoming event with friends, family, or strangers, and how awkward and stressful it will be based on the last time everyone got together. Regardless of the exact scenario, our minds feed on coming up with all kinds of terrible dramatizations that change us physiologically to the extreme of even causing an anxiety attack, or in this case, bladder rupture. I do say that jokingly. But seriously, why do we continue to make mountains out of molehills? Why are we wired for worst case scenarios? It's like if we can analyze every single possibility of what could go wrong or how something will be, we can protect ourselves from the inevitable and change it before it's happened. Only it hasn't happened yet. And meanwhile, we've stressed ourselves out, created conflicts within ourselves and even with others, and made up our minds about how awful something will be that hasn't even occurred. So back on the road, fuel level is now running dangerously low and the only option is a gas station up ahead. My mom is relieved to see that this station has a convenience store and rushes inside looking around for the restroom, hoping that it won't have a closed sign or a sticky key. The store clerk politely points her to the door in the corner, the clean door sans any graffiti. And when my mom pushes it open, it's like angels are literally singing from the heavens. The walls are freshly painted. There's a fresh light scent. The room is spotless. In the corner sits a table with a lovely little tablecloth and a large Bible under a light. This Bible is in fact overlooked by a large statue of Jesus himself. And I think my mom must have thought she'd literally died and gone to heaven. The only thing that would have made it any better would be if actor Ryan Gosling handed her a fresh hand towel on the way out. She stopped to thank the clerk for such an amazing experience, and the youngish girl proudly exclaimed how she works diligently to keep it clean and lovely for the guests. By keeping an open mind, my mom and dad may have spared themselves 10 plus miles of conflict. Now granted, majority of gas station restrooms won't fit this heavenly description, but mindfulness teaches us that desire, wanting things a certain way, and aversion, not wanting something at all, create suffering. So the next time Mrs. Jones and Fluffy the Land Shark appear on your veterinary schedule, notice the churning in your stomach and the desire to run. Pause, stay with it, and breathe. Rather than spending the whole day feeling like you might vomit, 
open to the possibility that a few things could actually happen. They could cancel, and your day of worrying would be for absolutely nothing. Fluffy might actually be in a good mood. You could assess how you could positively make the experience better for yourself, your client, and their pet, or simply stay in each present moment, noticing how your anxiety over this appointment distracts you from everything else you need to focus on that day. And remember, ultimately, you control your boundaries. If a situation creates that much stress and turmoil that it affects your mental and physical health, it could be time to pass this client on to a colleague or even a different clinic. We very often get caught up in future tripping and past guilt about situations that have happened. And this somewhat funny story that my mom relayed to me, she's been so caught up about wanting things a certain way and so terrified that the bathroom was going to be so dirty she wouldn't be able to use it. And of course, was completely shocked when she entered to this amazing fresh room. You can just picture it, pink tablecloth and this Bible in the corner. And it just goes to show us how our minds get caught up in constantly imagining the worst case scenario. And if we feed on that and obsess about it, that we think somehow that we will be able to change the outcome of the situation by overanalyzing it to death. When in fact, the actual situation hasn't even happened yet. It's not here in the present moment. Now, that's not to say that we don't have all those clients and patients that we know we see over and over again. And every time they come in, the situation is similar. But you do have the power to change your reaction and your response to seeing them on the schedule. As forementioned, they might cancel and not even show. You could take a mindful pause and a breath and notice your reaction to the situation and refocus on what it is that you have right in front of you and wait to deal with that situation when it actually happens. And again, in our careers, it's incredibly important that we remind ourselves we are in control of the situation. We are in control of our boundaries. Some associates are working in corporate situations or clinical environments where they don't have a choice or feel that they don't have a choice about seeing certain clients or patients. And this is when it's incredibly important to speak up, talk to your colleagues, talk to your management, and be vocal about what it, need, what it is that you need for your mental and physical health and well-being so that you continue to be the best that you can be. I hope you all enjoyed this little story. And just as a fun side note, uh, my folks had moved from California to Tennessee. So they were on a road trip from Tennessee to Virginia. And I'm sure that you can imagine the difference in the bathrooms that we have here on the West Coast versus the East Coast. Be well, everybody. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Until next time, this is Joanna Robson for Veterinary Wellbeing.